I'm Mike. And I'm Adam. And this is Stuff and Waffle. Two friends talking about stuff, and often as not, waffling with frequent reference to Bond cars. You will have seen in the news this week that there is a possibility that the original James Bond Aston Martin DB5 from Goldfinger, which was stolen, um, may have been located. Yes, I did see that. You, you and I had a brief uh, back and forth about it, didn't we? We did. Um, exciting stuff. The article in question was a little bit vague about exactly where the car might be and mm-hmm. who might be in possession of it, but they seemed fairly certain that it does still exist and is is out there. Um, yeah, they might shortly be revealed. Yeah, they pinned it possibly down to Dubai, did they say? Dubai, uh, Saudi, Kuwait, and I think there was somewhere else where it might be, but it's all in that general area, yeah. Ah, so where the money is, you see. <laughs> there you go. Well, it was always assumed that it was in some rich um, Arabic collection somewhere and that it was stolen to order. Um, well, it, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. And you wouldn't... I mean, it's one of the most valuable cars in the world. It's been valued at, at nearly £20 million. And it's very distinctive, if you know what you're looking at, and uh, would be extremely sought after. So, But you could never do anything with it. You could never drive it. You could never display it anywhere. You could never take it to a show. Because it would get spotted, so yeah, it, it is only good for looking at in your own private collection. <laughs> yeah, it's a personal thing only, isn't it? It's yes. like you say, stolen to order, and for someone to pop in a very, very secure garage and go, hmm, "I've got James Bond's car." Yeah, I got yeah. the actual one. Yes, which yeah. yeah, that's quite cool, but it's it's a bit naughty, a bit naughty, and you are robbing the world of it. Although, um, as we've said, the car itself is actually a bit of a dog. It's pretty rough. Uh, yeah, pre-production is a very nice way of putting it. That is a very nice way of putting it. It was, for those that don't know, it, the original car from Goldfinger was Aston Martin's development prototype for the DB5. It was never meant to work outside the factory it was it was a it was an engineering car it was a prototype it was a a test bed um Mm. so and they reckon underneath it was a db4 gt that had you know was heavily modified and turned into uh what became the db5 yeah so and it was so hacked about over the years um it was used for so many different things well, that's um, it. I mean, because we've, we've we've touched on it before, haven't we? We've sort of said that it was a gadget car in the film. Yeah, gadgets were removed. It was sold. Then someone bought it, put the gadgets back in it. Yes. Not not <laughs> in the same fashion they were originally in it. No, they were quite different. Yeah. And, and it ended up and in the was, Cannonball Run as well, didn't it? It was, it was in the Cannonball Run, driven by Roger Moore, ironically. Yeah, the actual one, and then and, it had, and then it was stolen. Yeah, in in ninety seven, 
wasn't it? 97 it was stolen. It was at a, I think it was in Florida. That that um, sounds right. It was um, at an airport. It was in an aircraft hangar. It was in a secure hangar. And it had been at a show and it was being transported to another show. And it was stolen in the middle of the night from this from this hangar. Yeah. And that's the last we know of it, really. And never never until, seen again. Until it this was, week or so, wasn't it? Yeah. It has, there's never been any trace of it. It completely disappeared. Um, but we should just touch on the fact that to those that know, they will know, they will be able to tell that it is the actual one. I mean, obviously, they can look at the chassis number, but, I mean, that may have been removed, of course. Well, the chassis it, number is wi- uh, widely publicised, actually. So Yeah, DP216.1. Mm. Um, yeah, everybody knows that. I mean, it's in books and documentaries, and yeah, it's not hard. You just Google it, yeah. <laughs> and it'll come up. So, so the chassis number. But there were certain things about the car um, that made it different. I mean, the most obvious visual um, difference was that it had um, orange side repeaters on the front wings, yes, uh, just in front of the vents, which no other DB5 had. It sat slightly lower, and the wheels were slightly more outboard than mm-hmm. than the production car. The badging, well, they had no badging at all originally. They certainly had no DB5 badging. Um, and then the badging was put back on it, and then it disappeared again. I mean, the, the cosmetic stuff kept changing um, because it was so messed about with. Um, That's right. I mean... Like uh, you showed me a photograph of it shortly before it was stolen. Yeah. And you can see in that that the DB5 badging on the rear and on the front wings has returned. That's right. It was put uh, back on it. Um, you can see the side repeaters in that. Yeah, crucially, well. they're still on there. Yes, but they weren't on it. If you look at Goldfinger, they're not on it. That's right. It, it had no badging originally. No, the badges were gone, but obviously the side repeaters were there. The side repeaters were there. Um, yeah. And it wasn't its original colour either, because it was red, as oh, Aston Martin. Dubonnet. Dubonnet red. That yes, was it. which was quite a bright red. Mm, uh, with a, with a cream colour in... for it. Yeah, terrible. Uh, with a cream interior, light cream interior. Uh, no, no, that, no. That, that wasn't very Bond, so they retrimmed the interior black and resprayed it in silver birch. Thank goodness for um, that. Yes, but when it was um, when it was a product, uh, you know, development car, it was red, and it did appear in an episode of The Saint. Um, uh, that's right. Uh, in red, it, the noble sportsman. Was oh, the very good. The episode. There you oh, go. Well done. I didn't know that. Well done. Uh, that's that's. <laughs> That's really dirty that you know that. Uh, that's very, very good. Uh, ironic, it should be a Roger Moore series. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, but yes, it appeared in in red, but wearing its original number plate, BMT216A. And then, uh, well, Aston Martin were not keen to give a car to the Bond production. No, no. It was bought and paid for, wasn't it? Yes, they made them buy it at full price. Um, which again was not a very good deal because it was a prototype. It wasn't even a production. <laughs> mm. But yeah, the Bond team got a hold of it, fitted all the gadgets to it, retrimmed the interior, resprayed it, and it was used in in Goldfinger and Thunderball 
Um, it then went on a two-year tour of the world. So it was on and off planes, on and off ferries, in and out of convention halls and all sorts of things. It was used – it went all over the world doing promotional work. Which is, um, which is odd because uh, for the films, there was obviously that car and a second filming car. There was a second filming car used in Goldfinger and Thunderball, yes. Um, but then subsequent to that, there were two publicity cars as well. They were. They were never used on screen. Um, they weren't, but they, they, well, I wouldn't say commissioned, but bought by the production team Yes, for, uh, for general use. The, or general promotional use, yeah. Interestingly, after, after you and I mentioned where we'd uh, like to go for automotive destinations, we were talking about mm. the Laumann Museum. We were. Uh, the one, the one they have there is the first publicity car. I did look that up. Right. So the third converted the, car, effectively. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Interesting. So, FMP Seven B, which was the second car, I believe, is privately owned, um, mm-hmm. but still in the UK. That sold for an obscene amount of money. I mean, hundreds of thousands of pounds. Um, not that long ago, actually, only two or three years ago. I think I looked. I looked a, a little bit up after we chatted about this last week, hmm. and I'm fairly convinced I saw a bit of information saying that that was sold in 2010 at RM auctions for $4.6 million. Oh, right. Okay. I stand corrected. And I knew it had been sold, but mm. yeah, because that also has gadgetry in it. Although the gadgetry is different to what was originally fitted to uh, the original right. car. Okay. Um, although that was built for screen use, it didn't have didn't have gadgets at the time, it. did it? Well, it didn't have everything on it during filming because they didn't need it to. Um, no, it was, it was for driving, used, really, wasn't it? It was for driving and long shots. I mean, mm. it didn't have the roof hatch for the ejector seat. It didn't have the bulletproof screen coming out of the boot lid. It did have the revolving number plates, although I don't think they actually revolved. I think it mm-hmm. just had the sort of big boxy housing that they put around it. Right. Um, it didn't have the side repeaters because only the original car had that. In fact, if you watch Goldfinger, particularly the sequence in Switzerland, uh, you can see the side re- repeaters appear and disappear as they switch between the two cars because <laughs> <laughs> they had both of them out there. Mm. Uh, they, they were interchanging them, and you you can you can if you know what to look for, you can see in different scenes they're switching between the two cars, even though they were wearing the same number plates and and things but yeah so it was it was given uh yeah given to the bomb production they used it in filming it then spent two years going around the world it was then returned to aston martin um which i always thought was strange if if eon had bought the car why, Wait, why then, was it given back why was it given back maybe aston bought it back yeah, i'm not still, sure why would they have flogged it i mean bond after goldfinger went stratospheric oh it was huge by then yeah they didn't need the money no certainly not i don't know why but it once they were done with it maybe they thought they'd never use it again um oh yeah (laughs) that worked didn't it i don't know um but whatever it went back to aston martin and the then managing director of aston martin uh ordered his people to turn it back into a standard road car um and sell it as a secondhand db5 
which is what happened. Yeah. It was stripped of all the gadgetry. It had the roof panel welded back in, lots of things on it, replaced and refurbished, uh, and it was sold as just oh. as a used car. I know, is it, I know the story, but every time you you, you hear know. it and you regale it, you think, why did someone not really kick him the hard in the balls and go, no, 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 <laughs> think before you act. It's just <laughs> bizarre, isn't it, that that mm. happened and it was sold. And then I think it was sold again. Um, and then the guy, the chap in America who bought it, I don't know if he knew when he bought it what it was or if he found out afterwards. Oh my, can um, you imagine finding out afterwards after you paid oh, a standard use price for the car? You realise what you've got. Oh, yes. <laughs> We're winning, eating well it? tonight. That's yeah. winning, isn't it? <laughs> and he commissioned an engineering firm uh, in the States to reinstate all the gadgets. But A, he wanted it for, you know, he wanted it to be legal and running and driving. So mm-hmm. they had to deviate somewhat from what was done originally um but also they didn't know exactly what was done originally all they could do was watch the movie so what they fitted to it was was quite different to yeah to was what, it, what was it, seen on screen it was vaguely correct but obviously there were there's bits and bobs that were i mean there's there's gadgets that we never saw on screen for instance there are gadgets we never saw on screen and of course as effo with with prop cars they don't really oftentimes do what they appear to do on screen. You know, the, the smoke screen was actually a prop man shut in the boot with a, mm. a smoke canister stuck out of the rear light. That's fine. I mean, you could always put your mate in the boot. It's not, not a problem. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, it had a little revolving sort of little radar dish in the driver's wing mirror. That's it right. It had... Yep. Um, a radio telephone in the driver's door card. That's it. We never Which saw did, that. That made it to the Lego model, though. Made it to the Lego model. It made it to the Auto Art um, one. That's right. It did. Yes. As well, uh, but never seen on screen. You can see there's a scene which was actually filmed in uh, Black Park, I think, in London. Was meant to be in Switzerland, where Bond is being chased by Goldfinger's henchmen, and he drives the car up onto a little mound. And mm-hmm. then gets out and shoots back at them from behind the open driver's door. That's right, yeah. And if you look at that, you can see the hatch, the little panel cut out of the door card. Ah, um, for where the, uh, for where the where phone the, goes. Where the phone is, yeah. And I think if you look closely, you can see a little bit of electrical tape holding it closed. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> at least... Uh, they say colour matched it, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, but you never see him using it. No, um, but it but it is there, and if you look when he lifts up the 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 sort of lid of the center console where all the switch gear is, mm. there's a lot more switches in there than there are things that the car does. Um, yeah, and they're all kind of sliding switches, whereas in the second car, and I believe in the two subsequent ones, um, they were just little toggle switches Mm -hmm. so that what what was in that that center console was very different originally and then of course the red button under the under the gear shifter that's Um, it and oh the uh the uh primitive gps to allow a man to stop off a quick run on route hasn't been designed entirely for that purpose 007 (laughs) yes 
<laughs> Indeed. Uh, yes, that's right. Um, but none of that actually worked. It's all no, just no, no. movie magic, isn't it? And the ejector seat, of course, which would have set the driver on fire had they actually <laughs> made it work. Uh, yes, uh, having some rockets next to your face. Yeah, be fine. I'll sort you um, out. Yeah, so that was all done. Again, movie movie magic and fired a dummy out of the roof hatch. And, mm. Yeah. Um, but that just illustrates this poor thing had been cut about so much and then put back together and then cut about again. It must have been in a bit of a state <laughs> by the end of it. Yeah. Um, I remember Desmond Llewellyn, who played Q, saying that he had to drive it once and it was a real mess. It wouldn't run properly. It kept stalling and conking out. It was smoking like hell. Um, this poor car hadn't been run properly for years. Mm. Um, and it was, you know, it was in a really bad way, really. <laughs> it's a shame, isn't it? Because uh, I suppose at the time they just didn't realise the impact it would have 50 years no, later. I genuinely don't think they did. And the fact that they gave it back to Aston Martin would suggest that they saw it as a pretty disposable item, even mm. though it had been on a world tour. And, you know, everybody had loved it and paid to see it and everything else. Um, well, that's it. After that just, was done, they just said, oh, well, that's that. On to the next. Just dismiss it as go, well, that's it. Paid yeah. its paid its dues, so there you Come go. with that. We're not going to use that again. And back it, it went. Um, and in fairness, we didn't see a DB5 until GoldenEye. No, we didn't. They did stay away from it for a long time. I have to say, I think it's been a little bit overused in the more recent films. It's like it, every movie they seem to feel the need to wheel out a DB5. It's for no reason. What I, the, the Brosnan era was perfect usage. Just, just hints. Just hints, and you got the impression that it was his personal car. Mm. And I think that's right. I mean, Bond is a bit of a petrol head, and I think it's maybe he, you know, you like the idea that maybe he bought it off mm. MI5 when they were done with it, and, you know, he's had it tucked away somewhere, and that's it. Looking after it, um, it, it was, makes absolutely no sense, of course, for Daniel Craig's Bond to have it. It makes <laughs> no sense. Yeah, it was wonderful to see it in Casino Royale. After that, it, it like you say, forced. I think. Yeah, I thought its use in Skyfall didn't really add a lot to it. No, um, and that last sequence of Skyfall doesn't make a lot of sense to me anyway. That he would kidnap her and take her off to, you know, kidnap him and take her off to his family home in Scotland and somehow try and protect her there. I think all oh, that's a bit weak. And to it's... drive up there and to drive up there in the DB5, I think, you know, mm, mm. like you say, it all feels a little bit forced. They they and... pushed the story in that direction in order to be able to film those scenes <laughs> rather than yeah. the other way around. And... Um, in recent times, someone, I can't remember who it was, someone I watched on TV was kind enough to ruin Skyfall completely anyway. Um, well, particularly the song, which I thought was actually right. a Bond song. But Yeah, I quite, uh, yeah, I do, I agree. I think it's quite good. There are worse ones. Much almost, worse ones. <laughs> most definitely. But, I mean, Adele can bang out a tune. I will give her that yeah. every day of the week. Uh, but oh, it someone, won an Oscar. Let's, you know... <laughs> <laughs> but then someone pointed out when she sings Skyfall, it doesn't half sound like Scaffold. <laughs> it does. And that's it. That's, that's that bugger. I've watched it since. And I've, 
Well, she oh, sort of sings Sky Foal, isn't she? And it's, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, having been told that, we sat and watched it and went, oh, bloody well says scaffold. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well, that's that knackered. Yeah, um, enjoy that now when you watch it yeah, next time, wouldn't you? That's ruined again yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> the DB5 in that, by the way, that they actually destroyed was a 3D printed model. It was, and we're very grateful for that. Mm. Very because impressive. yeah, if well done with your printing, and well done for not shooting a real one. Mm. Well, they are a bit pricey. They but, are, um, yeah, they are. But anyway, coming back to the original one, if they find it, well, I think some interesting questions are going to have to be asked. Um, yes, uh, like who nicked it? That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one to start with. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if it's still in one piece, which. We assume it would be. Um, You'd hope it would be, but it's going to be very difficult to even call up someone that you know and go, right, I, I need a bit of work done on DB5, but you can't tell anyone about this, all right? Yeah, that's going to be tough, isn't it, to find yeah. someone? Yeah, absolutely. So the poor thing probably hasn't run for decades. Mm. It's going to be a dog's dinner of a DB5, isn't it? Uh, it is awful. Yeah, I mean, it would have been anyway. But having possibly not run for 30 years odd. Um, yeah, I mean, it's probably not been for a spin since 1997. Well, how could you? You couldn't do anything with it. I mean, I suppose you could drive it around private land, but again, as long as yeah. no one else was there. That's difficult, um, isn't it? I mean, you're not going to get a Tesco, is it? No, I wouldn't say so, no. No. And it's not just another DB5. It's the one. It's, the, it's, it's the that original. one. It's that one. And anyone who knows what they're looking at, even a glancing at it, you'll say, yes, that's that's the one. It, it's just it's got to that point now where whether it's whether we're talking about that one, that's the real one or uh, or just a silver birch DB5, it, it, it's become unquestionably the most famous car in the world. I think so. I mean, that's yeah. the title of of uh, Dave Worrell's book on the subject, of course. That's but it. it um, and it is. Yes, I think it has. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows what it is. You show yeah. someone a picture and they say it's James Bond's car. They don't. Yeah. If you don't like James Bond and you don't like cars, you still know what it is. You still know what it is. Mm. Absolutely. That and the Back to the Future DeLorean, I would mm. say, are probably the two most recognisable cars in the world. Yeah. I'd say that probably DB7, uh, DB7, DB5 edges it because yes. well, it's got age on its side. It's been been around a bit longer. So. It's been around a bit longer, and more people will have seen Goldfinger than Back to the Future. Um, mm. I think that's fairly certain. I mean, there was the statistic. Half the world's population has seen at least one Bond film. That's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. Um, and as such, uh, they all have seen uh, the DB5 in one generation or another. Now, it would take somebody a bit more geeky about Bond to be able to identify the one. Um, but there's there's enough of us out there to be able to go, there it is. Yes. Any any one of us could be put in front of it and say, right, is that the real one? And you could, yeah, within seconds, yeah. <laughs> you could probably say, yep. Yeah, it looks so, like it. Yes. If this if this all comes out in a week or two's time, there there is there's no chance of this car going back into hiding ever in the in the day and age that we live in now no that'll be it once, once this out yeah. in the open that's it and 
Oh, it's going to be so nice. If this well, the actually... interesting question is where will it go? Because presumably the rightful owner, or if they're not around anymore, their descendants might want it back. Uh, this is true. Because <laughs> it does actually belong to somebody. <laughs> yeah, it belongs to well, the, the, the Florida chap, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I, I could look up his name, but yes. Um, now, whether he's had an insurance payout on it, in the intervening years, in which case it would potentially belong to an insurance company, I suppose. Mm, difficult um, one, that, isn't it? I mean, that's, you know, in the run of the mill, if your star, uh, if your car is stolen and your insurance company pays out and then later it's found, it wouldn't be returned to you, would it? It'd be returned to the insurance company. That's right. Because they've so, effectively bought it off you. And, so, well, I mean, the so thing is... Be, That'd the thing is, it, it, I don't see it ever being tucked away again. If it if it comes out, no. it's going to be it's it, someone's going to restore it, and then it's going to go on show, and we are all going to flock to go and see it. Well, Barbara Broccoli's just going to offer somebody a sum of money that nobody in their right minds would turn down for it, isn't she? Yeah, <laughs> and buy it back. So <laughs> yes, and then it's going to go on probably go on another world tour, probably part of the. Bond in Motion collection, um, and well, then you think, well, if they get it back, there's a good oh, chance that they'll chuck it in a bloody film. It's got to come back on screen, hasn't it? Mm. In some blaze of glory, not not the fiberglass replicas that they've used in No Time to Die. It's no, gonna, it, it's yeah, the one. The real if they deal. can make it run again. <laughs> well, considering Aston did those. Uh, the continuation cars. That was it, the continuation yeah. cars. I think it'd probably safe bet to send it back to them, give it a little uh, titivation and... Uh... A little tweak there, yeah. Well, you can hardly... You're not really messing with originality because there's not much of it left that is that original good. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's no such thing as originality with that car. It's almost a replica of itself now. So... But, of course, who knows what's happened to it in the intervening decades? Has it just been parked in somebody's garage or has it been messed with again? We don't know, do we? No, this is true. It could be even worse by now. That's it. We're assuming <laughs> it's still in the state that it was stolen in. Yeah. We assume mm. it's still in mm. one piece and it hasn't been stripped down. Mm. I mean, who knows? Um, we don't know enough yet about what they're th the information they're acting on. No, this is true. And what we'll do is we'll, we will follow this up. Yes, definitely. I think we'll once once we get a bit more info, whether whether it surfaces or not, we shall we shall uh, conclude this a bit. And yeah, we'll come back to this when we know more. Whether we've got if... confirmation or whether it's all a big big ruse. For... I mean, these stories have come up every so often that oh, you know, the one is missing. Um, they sort of re reinvigorate a new generation who maybe don't know what happened to it. But this is the first article that's come out that actually suggests that somebody knows where it is. I said this one's got a bit of traction. And isn't the guy behind it, he's found stuff that's been missing for a long time before. That's sort of what he does. I'm sure I've, I'm sure I've read that because I've read it in yeah. various places, be it yes, Dry, Dry, but even The Guardian picked it up as well. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as if... Few it's going little... to be big news if it's found, and it is mm. the one. It's going to be well, very big news. That's all right. You see, everyone will stay tuned. We'll be on that. Don't you worry. We'll come back to this one and talk further on it.
I have made an observation, shall we say. A topic that's uh, close to my heart is the wrong phrase, I think, but relevant to me. There we go. Um, As you know, I own a collection of golf bats and do enjoy playing the game. It has been known, yeah. I have even joined you on... Well, one occasion, I think. You, you did. You, you attempted a driving range and it, it reasonably successfully. No, no I one wasn't got too bad. Yep. No, no one got injured. So we'll consider that a success. No one got hurt, and uh, including me. So, yeah, that That's was good. all right. Job done. We had a pint of cider at the same time. Everyone's a winner. Yes. All is well in the world. <laughs> right. So it seems that golf gets a bad reputation in the car world. Yeah, it does. Possibly Top Gear related. Possibly driven by some opinions that are well known. Yes. Yes, for, from from a man in a perm. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> naming no names. No. <laughs> no, no, no. And it, it made me think, when, when I arrive in the car park there, there's a worrying array of cars that I would deem unacceptable. <laughs> yeah and it got me thinking and i think got me on google as well oh. and he thought you know what you do when you start typing in and it starts to suggest searches to you snowballs doesn't it it does and there were a few that really started to bother me because <laughs> there were like for instance there is a very popular search of best cars for golfers 2021 <laughs> Best cars for golf clubs UK. Oh, no. And then one that really sort of got properly on my nerves, sports cars you can fit golf clubs in. Yeah, well, I was going to make this point that actually it has driven car design in certain sectors. Mm, Um, The Jaguar XK um, is entirely designed around being able to get a full-size set of golf clubs in the boot. This is true. And and should we mention... DeLorean. Well, that yes. Well, that was played a big part in its design mm. and uh, it's some of its problems. Yeah. 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 Um, Insisted it, on a full set of golf clubs going in it. Yes. Which is ridiculous because you think, all right, I put golf clubs in a car. And you think, right, the golf bag with clubs in it, it's an awkward thing. It's quite big. But, yep. You get it in there. Not an issue. Yes, but you drive a Volvo Estate. It's not going to be a problem, is it? No, it's not. And that's perfectly fine. You think, all right, say you've got your DeLorean or you've got your XK. You go, right, here's my golf bag. In the DeLorean, for instance, it's behind the seats, isn't it? It's inside with you. Yes, it is. That's right. That's what pushed the engine right to the back. Yeah. That's it. So you put your golf bag in and you use up all that available space. Mm -hmm. And then you turn around and you realize, oh, Shit, there's the trolley for the golf bag. Oh, that's not going in. Yeah, someone didn't no. think that through. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, no, you've got to rent a trolley when you're there. You're not taking one with you. Oh, that's classy, isn't it? You rock up in your stainless steel sports car and you go, can I borrow a trolley, mate? <laughs> Great. Yeah, but surely the, the AA truck that you're on the back of is going to spoil the mood a little bit to begin with. Oh, yeah, you get deposited at the golf club, then asked to borrow a trolley and say, sorry, have you got somewhere to park a truck? 
there you go yeah great and and can you give him some lunch because he's going to be a while yeah put it on my account it's fine yeah. um, and I just think when I get to the car park there is I tell you what that, that when you get when you sort of assign points to go well done you've chosen well it's what I look for is a shabby car in the golf car park that's what I like that's there's yeah. there's, a, there's a few that rock up there in there's some shoddy vehicles. You think right there you go. You've brought that because you're sensible. You've come to the golf club. <laughs> it's a rough and ready car park at best. It's, you need yeah. you need a half decent sized car to fit all of the paraphernalia in. So. When you rock up in a shabby estate car, I'll give you a nod for that, or a or a or an older saloon which has got plenty of boot space with a reasonable boot. Yeah, but I tell you what, what's worrying is it's it's a sea of SUVs. Well, it will be, won't it? It will be. Although, to be fair, most car parks are these days. Because <laughs> mm. it seems it's what everyone's buying. This is true, but I think the percentage is considerably higher in a golf club car. You're park. You're probably right. Yeah, and you've got. You've got all the treats there. You've got your your BMW X3s, which oh, is, they're going to be all over that. Yeah, it's just like oh, I couldn't really afford the big one, so I'll buy the one that's not much bigger than a three series. Yes, Great, it isn't, it isn't very good. <laughs> no, 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 turd. Yeah. Um, X3 is not a very good car. Ford, whatever you say it. They, I think they were going for Cougar, but it just looks like Cugger. Oh, the Cougar? Yeah, yeah, there'll be yeah. a lot of that. Not yes. good. Uh, allow was... me to hazard a guess. Um, or, uh, Range Rover Evoke. Oh, there's been a few of those. A few, yeah. couple of Freelanders as well. Real cool. lovely. Yeah. Um, one of the VW ones as well. Tiguan? Oh, is that be. is is yeah. that one? Okay, that I get, is a thing. I, I think yeah. I get muddled between the. Is that and the tow rag, isn't there? Yeah, I don't. Sorry, I never... the the Tuareg. Yeah, <laughs> great. That one's slightly bigger, isn't it? That one's essentially that's essentially a, a Porsche KN with a VW badge. That's oh right. no, sorry, no, it's not at all. My no, mistake. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah, I don't quite know why all these luxury sports car makers have decided to do SUVs. I mean, they're all at it now. Oh no! I tell you what, like we've discussed in recent times, or have been, or have gone back to Formula One this season. Yeah. The Sky Sports coverage uh, during the ad breaks has now started to feature adverts for the Aston Martin DBX. Ah, well, I actually quite like that one. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! <laughs> I don't know why. There's something about that one. I really like how it looks. Oh dear! I try not to. Oh, no, you, you, you're but, gonna need to put a cork in that. That's horrible. <laughs> Christ! I can't help it. I don't know why, but I really like that one. Oh, go back I and look at looks... a picture of a DB7. Get it out of your system. I think it looks look, great. Look at... Great! Oh dear. Oh, good Look, I'm heavens. sorry, all right. I just do. You can't. You know. No, no. I I can remedy this. I mean, I know your address. I can. I can. I can book you an appointment for Specsavers. It's not a bother, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mm, 
Oh my goodness, man! I'm not saying it's a DB7, you know, but no, but you did say, and I quote you on it: the word "great." Yeah, I I, I like it a lot. And in fairness, it does great on me. <laughs> great, yes. <laughs> Different spelling. Um, it's um, I uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's the one that I quite like. I admit the rest of them are all pointless, but I do quite like that one. But I don't know why. I can't put my finger on it, and I can't justify it. I just, I just quite like that one. Um, you can't justify it, so that's good enough for me. You're wrong. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to try and justify it. I just like it. I like how it looks. Right. Okay. Chunky. Yeah, lovely. Um, th- anyway, there wasn't, moving on. There wasn't one of those in the golf car park because I'm not that posh. And no, the, you don't the, go to those kind of golf clubs. They wouldn't let you in. No. No, I go to the ones that serve cider. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes, and now the car park made out, out mostly out of potholes. Yeah, yes, this is true, but it is also made out of gravel. And Phil used to, to, used to take just tremendous glee in leaving in the XJ40 in a cloud of wheel spin. The XJ40, of course, is quite appropriate at the golf club. Yes. i tell you what, you'll like this. <laughs> when, this was when we, as Phil and another chap that we know, we, we sort of said, should we try a bit of golf? And we went, well, yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? But it's a bit of fresh air. It's not going to work. <clears throat> and... Um, You'll remember this because Phil was working with you at the time. It's when he did his shoulder in. Oh, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, he did. Uh, so he couldn't partake. However, he could chauffeur. Fair enough. Yeah. So when we took up golf, we got chauffeured to and from the golf club in the XJ40. Oh, spot on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that couldn't be better. That's exactly... <laughs> That's exactly right. And that yes. is the perfect car. Bit ropey in the car. Long at golf clubs. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. And of course, they have a huge boot. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, it's that right era of car where it wasn't like festooned with gadgetry or safety. So the boot, no. the boot was cavernous. It was huge. Mm. Yeah, perfect. Mm. Perfect. The XJ40 was made for the golf club. Yes, yeah, well, it did, oh, it did the trick beautifully, yeah. Lovely work, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, unfortunately, the car park is not full of XJ40s. It's full of shitboxes. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? Mm. I'm guessing um, there's a Lexus or two. I wish there were. Perhaps in other golf clubs, but not this one. Not in that one, no. No, there's... No. there's I mean, all the BMWs are SUVs because I've thought, well, maybe there's the odd slip, but nothing doing. Not at all. Not even a 7 Series. No, no. Mm. See, E38 7 Series, again, that's spot on. Yeah, that's, that's perfect because if you've, if you've cared for that and you think, right, Give it a clean, make sure yep. it's nice and sparkly. You rock up in the golf club in that and you're like, you've, You've arrived. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You, you own it then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is absolutely right. Yeah. That's it. You get your trolley out. Electric trolley, I'd imagine. Oh, I should think. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very, <laughs> very efficient. 
Oh, um, yes. Everything is perfect. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, that it, it's, it's not the case. I'll tell you what. One of us will end up with one of those and we'll go, we'll go to the golf club in that and we can park basically outside the building, I'd say. There is a reality there that sooner or later one of us is going to have to buy an E38 7 Series, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> one did, day it's going to happen. After we discussed it for your potential new car, uh, mm. I've had a chat with a few people um, off podcast, in person chats actually, and they've all, said, on. they've all said they've all they've all said he should buy the E thirty eight. Yeah, every single one. Interesting. Inter- well, is this people that have heard our debate, or that you've they've heard the debate? They've heard the particular episode where you listed your potential cars that you okay. want to buy, and they've okay. all said buy the E thirty eight. Interesting. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? It is. I d- it's the tomorrow never dies effect, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, mm. yeah, we mustn't overlook the pull of uh, a budget bond car. Yeah. Well, as again, we touched on that there. And you think, well, we're particularly all the chaps that I spoke to. Um, Brosnan is the bond of their era. Right. Yes. So yes. that the force will be even stronger. Absolutely, even though it's not his best film. No, no, no. It's probably the first film where he was better funded in general. Yes, it's not his best film, but it's probably his best car. It's a difficult one, isn't it? To say best film, I think overall world is not enough. Yes. GoldenEye is a close second. Potentially the story in GoldenEye pleases me more. Yeah. But is an overall package not as good as the world is not enough? No, I would agree with that. World is not enough. It's very strong. Mm. Um, the other, I, do, I actually watched it only the other day. Oh right, okay. Yeah, it's oh, really, yeah, really holds strong. You'll have spotted that Rover Eight Hundred police car then. I did. Yeah, I did. After we discussed <laughs> it, we'd I spotted all of that. Yeah, and it was. I tell you what, actually. Uh, having watched it and you realise, good God, that was made in 1999. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't seem that old. No, it doesn't. It's aged very nicely. Uh, it, it still. It still holds its own incredibly well. Yeah, it does. It, uh, it's a strong story uh, mm. and a strong cast, mostly. <laughs> Uh, ah, Denise Richards. There we go. <laughs> I didn't even need to go there. Uh, but of course, we also have uh, the introduction of John Cleese. Great shame mm. we didn't see more of him in the Bonds. But, yeah, uh, I suppose. Yeah, it, it, when by the time it, it came to reboot time, that did not fit in the slightest, did it? It didn't fit. It was sadly Desmond Llewellyn's last film. What? What a. I mean, it was an unplanned that it was his last film, yes. obviously, because his, yes. the, despite him being an older chap, his 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 death was uh, still untimely. It was. It was an accident, wasn't it? It was. Um, yeah, that it was. Yeah. The, it was the Christmas of '99, wasn't it? Where he died yes. in a car accident. It was. It was just after that film had been released. Yeah, and you sort of look at that now, and it's so poignant. Yeah, and um, you think the way he departed his scene was actually really quite pleasant. Yeah, it was. And it was beautifully done that, but completely by accident. 
Yeah, yeah. It was such a nice way of sending him off without he, meaning he was, to send him off. They were planning to have him do the next one. Mm. Um, but you're very sad, that. Very that sad. was. Yeah, I, I remember that. I think waking mm. up one particular December morning going, that's just terrible news. That's Yeah, it's quite upsetting, that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Genuinely. I don't, I, I don't know if this, this is true, but I, I have heard stories of when it came to production time for a new Bond film. Um, and he, he'd obviously, he was, he was basically a retired guy and would happily come out of retirement to go and partake in the Bond film. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the, the story that I heard is the he would get the call from the production company and saying, well, we're doing another one and we'll let you know when it's time to come and do filming. And they'd offer to send a car and he'd, he would always say, don't be so silly. I've got a bus pass. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I really hope that's true. Cause I, I can, really you can imagine him true. saying it. Yeah. Never mind the chauffeur driven Jag. I'll get on the bus. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, I do hope that's true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that's a lovely that's story. Lovely. I, I didn't think it was possible to like Desmond Llewellyn anymore, but <laughs> that story may have done it. <laughs> oh, oh, very good. However, we have drifted somewhat. Um, oh, we, yeah, we've ended up at, at Q all the way from golf. Well, that was me saying the E thirty eight seven series would be good at the golf. Club. Oh, that was what, it. Yeah, that that's, that's fine. Speared off us off in that direction. That's, uh, that's... But it would. And your point about cars being made to fit golf clubs—I mean, ridiculous. Oh, what I'm saying is, you don't need to. I love a sports car, and I love an estate car. When I go and play golf, you put them in the back of the big car, and you drive that to the golf club. You yeah, don't need an SUV. Now the the golf car is is an interesting one, um, and I think getting it right uh, is uh, something uh, not many people do. No, I think I think shabby and practical is the way forward. Yeah, I, I think, think that's. So. I think be sensible about it, uh, and all the people, particularly that Google search that I mentioned, sports cars you can fit golf clubs in. Just mm. that. That's a willy waving competition in the car park. Yes, it is. And a yes. lot of that does go on at golf clubs. Yes. Um, there, are, there are two types of golfers in my experience. There's the chaps like yourself who go along because you quite enjoy it and it's relaxing and you'll have a pint and see a couple of mates and, you know, that'll mm. be that. Um, and then there's the ones that are on the committee. Ah, you say the word committee. That's, that's all encompassing, that, isn't it? Yep. It's, I don't need to go any further with that, really. Uh, yes. Oh, we must make a rule. Um, oh, is everyone adhering to it? To do a printout, put it in the foyer. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Yep. There, there's your problem right there. Yep. Somebody wasn't wearing a club tie at dinner last week. Bird in hell. Yes. Oh, dear. Yes, and they're turning up in the SUVs. I bet it's. I bet it's not even top spec. No, 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 no. It won't be. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That's it. They'll. Oh, do you reckon it's windy windows in the back? Oh, is that be. even a thing anymore? It's, well, I wouldn't be surprised. 
I wouldn't be surprised if some of them have snuck that in. Might have windy oh, windows. Yeah. No, what, heated, no heated seats. You mentioned that about SUVs with windy windows in the back. I did see a Dacia Duster in the car park. Oh, that might have windy windows in the front. That almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, almost certainly. Yes. Oh, almost oh, certainly. Dear. Do you reckon but, that's the chairman? That it, well, I don't know. Do you reckon he's? Do you reckon he's, uh, his committee status is trying to make up for his car status? Oh, it could be that way round. Yeah, yeah, he could be. He's trying to make up for it in the boardroom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it could be. It's big, honest. It's big. I mean, yeah, those do cost twelve and a half p. But uh, you know, they serve the, the all the Dacias. They serve a, a valuable purpose. They do. Um, I'm all for that, and I'm not knocking those Dacia or Dacia, however you pronounce it, because there's a there is definitely a market for somebody who just wants a car. And it's perfect for that. And it has, yeah. I think it's got charm because of that. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. So I just want to be clear we're not knocking Dacia in any way. Um, no, no. We're knocking the person at the golf club who's got ideas who's, above his station. Yes, that's right. Yeah. I just want yeah. to clear that up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I think you could find, you could well find a duster there. Oh, I did. Don't you worry. I just oh, you didn't. Actually, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just didn't have time to analyze its full specification. No, no. Check the boot badge if there still is one. Yes. If if any brand's got boot badges, it'll be that. And a lot of them, I bet. <laughs> uh, not as much as a Chinese knockoff vehicle. Oh, they love a serial number on the boot. Oh, yeah. Catchy. Yes. Yeah. This is the AB314 stroke two. Dash seven eight nine. Okay. Oh right. Okay. Yes. What you mean the fake mini? No. No. no it's it's entirely our own design. Oh, the Mingi. It's just that. One. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And then BMW sues the Chinese government over it, and they say, "No, what are you talking about? Isn't there anything like a mini?" Good luck with that. <laughs> yes. Oh dear. Yes, oh. you're going to get a lot of that. I'm imagining there's probably a Skoda or two knocking around in there. Uh, well, if Phil takes us, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it's still with him, just not brilliantly operational. He's not planning to keep it much longer, though, is he? Uh, no. It has some issues that I think are bigger than it's worth. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I mentioned it to him. I said, well, what's, what's the plan for it? And he, he said, drive it into the tour. <laughs> Which, uh, okay. That's quite, and for, for, I think listen, you might get fined for that. You might get fined for putting a Skoda in it, but you more often than not see uh, the odd turd bobbing along. <laughs> Oh, well, there'll be another one then. Oh, dear. Uh, for, for anyone who isn't particularly local in our podcast listeners, the, the tour is our local river. Well, I think you've stretched it again there. Um, uh, yeah. Local gutter, sorry, with go. water in it. Yes. Ish. It's quite in half brown. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Got a bit of a whip on. Uh, yeah, it has a bit of a head to it as well, doesn't it? It can get a bit foamy. Yes. <laughs> Not good. No. Oh, dear. But again, miles away from golf cars again. 
we've drifted we're all over the place tonight. oh dear uh, yeah this is uh yeah i'm just trying to think of what else would be appropriate um it's it's not I, it's I think, i'm thinking a big audi well if we go. yep yeah yep. that that's a nice way to arrive in the golf car park mm, i think it's sideways obviously but yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, that that's that's a nice way to do it. Yeah, mm. I mean, you could get away with well, one of your particular favourites. You could an S Type R. S Type R could work well there, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah that's that's good. That's, that's good golf club fodder. As is the XJ Sovereign of yep. any vintage. Of any vintage. Um, yeah. And I mean, I know we tried to avoid the SUV, but I'm thinking if we go back far enough and we go perhaps sort of either original range overall p38 something like that yes absolutely that definitely works yes yeah um, nothing too modern don't want that no you've got to be careful over those potholes with the p38 um oh yes your suspension will be collapsed yeah um, that's it yeah you'll come out and the left side will be on its ass oh it'll all be on the on the wonk there yeah absolutely one of your airbags will have let go while you were having a pint yeah Oh, yeah, it happens regularly. Oh, it does. Yeah, there's one up the road from us here. Um, when I see when I go for a walk, that uh, alternates between having its rear bumper on the pavement and being, you know, normal. So I think he's forever the back end's letting go and he's having it fixed and then it's going again. Mm, dear. Either that or some days it works and some days it doesn't. Uh, both strong contenders there, actually. Yeah, it could be either of those. Yeah, yeah. or a mixture of the two. Yes. Mm. Now the P38 is a delicate thing. Uh, Series one works extremely well at the golf club. Yes. Yeah, that that's a that's a good look. I think that is. Yeah, that would work well. I don't think anybody would object to that. Um, be it uh, a Vogue SE or or otherwise. Yeah, this is true. Uh, one one caveat that I would put on the P38, uh, having recently rewatched Layer Cake, please don't arrive in the yellow one. No. There was one for sale, wasn't there, recently? A replica. A P38, who's a bright who's, yellow P38. Honestly, who's buying a yellow one? Somebody who really, really likes layer cake and wants to pretend to be the worst character in it. Ah, the Duke. <laughs> yes. That up. <laughs> yeah, that one. Him. That's yeah. right. Oh, dear. Yeah, see... Oh, what the, a wonderful film. Um, it, it, overwhelmingly ridiculous he was i just like you say just the worst character but well placed i'll give him that oh served a purpose yeah mm. absolutely um, well it, it, during the opening speech from daniel craig's character that we never found out the name of yeah um he highlights the fact that in that particular sort of world of drug dealing there's always that sort of idiot that you want to avoid like the plague Yes, that's right. They don't mean to f up; they just do. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's... That was a wonderful opening. That that sequence is that his little speech that he gives is absolutely brilliant. That well, it is the the bookends, isn't it? Because it's his speech at the beginning and Michael Gambon's speech at the end. Yes. Oh, such a good film. Such a good film. Good car action in that as well. Well cast cars. Yeah, proper gangster vehicles. The Bentley Arnage. Yeah, your Bentley Arnage, the RS6 event. Yeah, the, the BMW E32. E32 5 Series, yeah. Seven. 
seven sorry correct seven. yes seven series you're quite right um and the the range rover yeah mm. all yeah. spot on yeah all very much of their time oh yeah yeah really and the bentley still has presence today there mm. you see an anage out there and it, it yeah it's got something to it yeah and you think with uh gambon in that you think that was just it was it was beautifully cast uh, uh, both actors and and the cars yeah uh because what was it uh what was his name eddie temple wasn't it because he had that ridiculous tan it, oh, it just his Trump face, yeah, yeah. He just sort of glowing in the dark. <laughs> it was so bad, wasn't it? It was awful. You think it, it, it sort of reminiscent of that phrase from uh, what was I can't remember Ben Kingsley's character in Sexy Beast. He got, he got skin like leather, man. <laughs> he did look a bit like a satchel in that, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If that was, obviously, that probably was deliberate because that's not how he looks. So. No, no. It, it was on purpose and it was really well done, actually, because you yeah, think, well, actually, yeah. this is quite fitting. This is going to be someone who's going to be sitting on a beach in Spain for the majority of his year. Oh, yeah. Um, no, he's got it all planned out, hasn't he? he? Yeah. He is proper gangster and yeah. he knows exactly what he's doing. He does. I, the, t- the tailored suits on him, the tailored three-piece suits were perfect. I, I noticed that. Mm. That was really nicely done. But the Arnage was perfect for him. Um, yes. Absolutely perfect. But again, would make a good golf car. You could see you could see an old Arnage. There you go. You could. <laughs> or indeed, uh, a lot of the older Bentleys. I mean, a Mulsanne, you know, one of the more boxy ones. You could see that at a golf club. Yeah, you can get away with all of those, actually. You yeah. can get club after club after club in the boot of that. It's huge. I, j- I think you may have hit the nail on the head there. I think that I think you might have won the golf club car park with that. <laughs> Bentley. Yes. Yeah. Bentley Arnage. There we are. Decided then. The yeah. best car for a golfer. Bentley Arnage. Yeah, no, it's sort of early 2000s Bentley Arnage. There we go. Yeah. Right, there we go. Problem so solved. We've... Yep. All done. Onwards. What a wonderful service we provide. Well, I think uh, that's probably enough of that for this week. Uh, check us out on uh, all the various social medias and things. Uh, thank you very much for listening. <laughs>